everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And I am Will. Hey, we're all here. And this week we're going to so, be talking about Season 3, Episode 1 of The Mandalorian. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, yes. So, <laughs> Titled, <laughs> The Return of the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, they kind of walked right into this one. This was... now, it, it's, now, it's funny to me. <laughs> I almost say... Did anybody watch The Office? No. No, you guys no. haven't watched The Office. No. So, what they did at one point, and, you know, spoiler alert for anybody who is far behind in The Office, um, they wrote From out Michael Scott. 10 years Scott. ago. Yeah, well, they... <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, they wrote out Michael Scott, um, which was Steve Carell. They wrote him out, and they introduced Will Ferrell as the new boss. And it was really just, like, it was out of place. It felt weird. And then two episodes later, he just died. Like, they just made it like this weird thing. Like, he played basketball and hurt himself. They're like, oh, he's gone. And the next episode, you found out he died because he hurt himself playing basketball. Like, it almost, it almost seemed as though they made the episode and then, like, showed everybody and then didn't make the next episode yet to see how it went off. And then they were like, let's just kill him off. Good. Like, in the same season. It was really odd. And it almost feels like that's what they did with this episode. That is not what they because, did with this episode, because nobody no, died. No, no, no. listen. It, it, what I'm saying is, it, it almost seemed like they were saying, let's just gauge the audience and see how they're liking the book of Boba Fett. The, well, and then just said, it's not. not going so well. Let's just bring back Din. <laughs> like, and give him an entire episode and just call it the book of Boba Fett because we'll tie it in. Well, this isn't maybe, the, maybe later. This isn't called the book of Boba Fett. This is called the return of the Mandalorian. It's the book of Boba Fett, though. It doesn't matter. It's, it's definitely Mandalorian season it's three, definitely, episode one. It's definitely the Mandalorian <laughs> season three, episode one. That's so technically, clearly what they're doing. So technically what they did is they made the Book of Boba Fett six episodes long, um, <laughs> and they wanted to prep everybody with the Mandalorian, so they just gave it a seventh episode and just introduced season three into this chapter. But... So I, I, I Boba I, Fett wasn't even in this. No, like, not at all. No, not, not even a little all. bit. <laughs> not at all. Not a thought. Not a nothing. So I don't, Chuck. I don't know if you listened to uh, well, Lee and I last week, but I did. I did talk about this this problem a little bit towards the end of it, and I, yep. I said something along the lines of when you're when you're pining for something or anticipating something that isn't part of the show or like the main narrative. There is a massive problem, and this yep. is this is just this is showcasing that through and through. If mm-hmm. we saw, we just watched an hour long episode of The Mandalorian with zero Boba Fett, and it's the best episode of Boba Fett's television show. There is a right. massive problem here, huge, huge problem here. The and, problem and, is, and I know Lee wants to be the optimistic one and have hope, dude. It's time. You you gotta yep. you you gotta let it go. It's time. It's so time. here's the problem is no, from the this beginning. Is, this, this is still the book of Boba Fett. And it's... this was a good episode. So therefore, <laughs> no, I win. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Here's, no, you don't. Here's the problem. Well, two problems, in my opinion. One, they didn't give the story that the fans all wanted in regards to regarding Boba Fett. Two, no. two, they tried to make Boba Fett too much like the Mandalorian and they already have the Mandalorian. So, right. <clears throat> Those two reasons were not getting the the fans are not getting the story they want, and we already have the Mandalorian. So why give us the two things? Those two things, like think a little bit out. And you know, I said this a few weeks ago. 
I was going to give John Favreau a little bit more credit because we didn't know where it was going to go. I'm, I'm starting to lose. I'm starting to lose some faith in this one. I, I'm not. I'm, okay, so I'm not losing faith in John Favreau. I think. I, I think what's going on here is, and I said this at the beginning. I said this in the first couple of episodes. There is not enough meat on the bones of Boba Fett to flesh no. out an entire television show. It wasn't it's because there from of all the, the digestion inside the Sarlacc stomach. Sure, it wasn't there from. It wasn't there from the get go, and it's very evident here with, with with the fifth episode in there being zero Boba Fett. Now again, Chuck, you weren't here last week, so I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on last week's episode, particularly the whole Tom and Jerry scene that took place in that kitchen. <laughs> It, I was really upset that you weren't here last week because I had to listen to Lee kind of justify last week. Like, I'm still holding on. I'm still hopeful. And I'm just like, I, I wanted to I, I, I wanted to reach through the screen and kind of, like, grab him by the collar and shake him like, dude, it's time. Like, this is, this is not a good show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my thoughts on last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> good enough. <I> really... <laughs> good enough. I, I, it was, it, it was there. <laughs> they put it in there. Uh, they filmed it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I. Who yeah, said it was I... a good idea? Who said that it was oh. a good idea? Like, I will say this. The only thing I thought was cool was the little droid that she had that went around and filmed, you know, oh, yeah. the whole the scene. Surveillance, that was the cool. surveillance droid. That was yeah. really that was, cool. Because I was watching that going, how is this going to pan out? And then when the thing comes back and she sees just the, this corridor that he just like basically like a 3D camera shot the whole time. I thought that was cool. Um, hmm. His his relationship, quote unquote, with his Bantha, I, I thought was a little like odd um all i could picture with his bantha in this was have you ever seen um the never-ending story oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't even think about that one when you see his mouth all i could think it was Fal was falcor from never-ending story (laughs) i was like this is horrible yeah um yeah like a bantha oh my god and when they tried when they (laughs) when they tried to get the ship out of the the hangar and he's destroying the inside of the building with the tail of the ship that ship would not be flying no not at all the whole thing was just nope uh, not uh, at all not uh, at all i don't know and this this episode just well this recent episode episode five of the mandalorian um just further proves that i don't care about Boba Fett. i don't care <laughs> about this mafiosos uh family uh storyline that's going on I don't care about Fennec. I don't care that he's trying to rule respect. I don't care about any nope. of that. The Mandalorian, Din, walked on to this, this television show and showed everybody how it's done, period. Oh, my. And so, oh, it was so when, he, when, when he showed, when they, when they opened the scene up and you just see him standing behind those plastic, you know, they're in a restaurant, they're yeah. the, always the things. He stands behind those. I'm like, that can't be. And he walked in. My mouth just dropped. I was like, uh, I, of course, oh. of course. And I was like, no, are as, you- as soon as you saw, the, as soon as you saw that profile, you knew exactly what it was because it was clearly like, okay, not Boba Fett. Got a big spear on his back. Who is it? Like it was like every time you you saw this like shrouded thing, 
you knew exactly what it was. Right. Or at least you hoped it's exactly what you believe it is. And right. it was true. So this episode was like, I, I felt like a six-year-old. Like, I was so excited about all the things that popped up in this. Yeah. And that's for and two things on that for me is, one, they brought this episode in because they probably realize that everyone is hating Boba Fett. So we have no, to, like, we have to, my point is, the, hold they on. make the, they make hold. the, the show's made before they the air show, it. So that's I, why I, I will, I so will, I will say that with Lee. The, the, the show and everything is written and shot before anything is even aired. So they built to this point, but I think, I, I think I, I they think built, were... I think they built to this point for a, a, a clear reason. I don't want to say that this was the, the goal to make Boba Fett kind of, lacking in a lot of words and then reintroduce din and reintroduce all of these elements from from the prequels to make us love it like yeah this is kind of garbage isn't it but you're gonna love this like that right. kind of feels like what's going on a That's little it. bit a, a, just a, i would not just be surprised a, just like okay hang on after this there's only two more episodes of boba fett can you hang on <laughs> with me please here's you know no. this is a good thing and then the, uh, the other part that I felt was, as I was watching it, I was so excited they brought Din in, and I was waiting for that moment where it was going to be Din and Boba Fett continuing <laughs> on together, and that never happened. Nope. Right. And, and well, a part no, of me, a part, a part of me was like, yes, it was all about Din. The it other was part all of me was Din. like, and I was like, yes, there's no Boba Fett. But then I was, a part of me was like, oh, but they're not working together. No. Have you ever read a, have you ever read a book, like an actual book with chapters? The answer I know is yes. Usually when you read a chapter of a book and they have multiple different characters, they don't cross over until a later time. So this chapter, that's why they call, that's why they put everything in chapters, is just about him to introduce him and what's going on with him at that moment. But they don't now, need I to really introduce him. He's already been introduced for two seasons. And when they brought Boba Fett into The Mandalorian, they didn't do a whole episode on Boba Fett because it would have been no, that, boring, as we all because know. Because yeah. he was a mysterious character and they brought it in the way they did. So I agree. The thing is, they wanted to see how people were going to take, but again, they already knew there was going to be a book of Boba Fett. So my thought is this. What they're doing here, now we've been watching a lot of these shows, you know, whether it's MCU or Star Wars or anything like that, and at the end, when it's like, you know, Loki will return in season two, you go, oh, there's going to be a season two? I thought this was a one and done. I think what's going to happen here is there probably won't be another book of Boba Fett, and I think it's for this one reason only. People probably, they it probably sucked. knew, they probably knew that it was not going to be, it was not going to go too far. They probably wanted to est establish the character of Boba Fett in his position that he's got, whatever he's going to end up with in two more episodes, just so it can be, um, be, you know, we're like a part of the world that they're building here. I don't think we're going to get much more Boba Fett besides... You know, people bump into him, and we know who he is. Even the even the, even the, show the, is, the show is not grabbing us to a point where we really care where he goes. We just want to know. Oh, so now he's Boba Fett, and this is how he's running things right now. That's kind of cool. But they did a whole series just to do that. I don't know. It's a if little. They bit, make a second. If they make a second season, I'll be very surprised. I'll be, I'll I'll be shocked if they do a second season because even the story is kind of telling you in no uncertain terms that. There are two characters right now with the Mandalorian and Fennec that can get the job done much more effectively and efficiently than Boba Fett can. Like that's we don't what know that. He's fully healed now. It doesn't. What has he done? He's done <laughs> nothing, Lee. He can't do anything for himself. No, he cannot do anything oh. for himself. I'm sorry. I know you want to be, oh, he's 
with respect. And and last week, the move that he made with the Rancor wasn't fear. It was, no, you need, you need to stop and let it go. It's time. It's time. I did. He's a, I did he's, let it go. He's a, he's a garbage character. This is trash. This is a trash character and a trash television show. And in one move, in one move, they completely turned this, this, this series, I say that in quotations, around, and it wasn't even about him. That's a massive what's sad, what's problem. What's sad to me, what, what's really sad to me is there's so many amazing books. It doesn't matter. In the, in the extended universe. So what? Right? That, not... that, they are, that they are not considering canon, yet they're going to consider this canon. Sure. That's what's sad to me. Okay. You know? But, <laughs> but... The Mandalorian, both seasons were phenomenal. Yeah. We've seen some episodes where, like, that was kind of long, but there were some cool parts. This is, like, this whole, this whole series so far has been, like, there's a couple cool parts in the whole series. So, so, so I'm not saying that, like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever, but I feel like it's just a matter of world building. Where so I have, just... I have two questions for you, Lee. What, mm-hmm. what world? What, what world are they building? It's mafioso. It's middle ground. Middle between, ground. It's mafioso. Between it's mafioso the, drama on Tatooine. That's not. That's not world building. That's the same thing that we've all always known <laughs> for thirty years. <laughs> I have. Uh-huh. I have two questions for you. Whatever. <laughs> I, I still have two questions for you, Lee. Lee, two questions for you. First question: One. Why do you still defend this show? First question. And two, are you in such desperate hopes for a deleted scene to revive this show for you <laughs> no, so you can no, enjoy no. it even he more than you I'll already you, do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, give you my opinion on what he's doing right now. And this is a thing that he's done forever. He doesn't want to feel like his time was wasted. That's, 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 I think that's your whole thing. You do not want to feel like you wasted your time with this. Because you could have been doing other things, you could have been productive in other ways, you could have been doing anything else but watching this show. So you have it has to be justified in some way, right? Is that that is is the most insightful thing you've ever said in our thirty years of knowing each other? (laughs) I mean, that's fine if that's how you feel, man. But I'm just I I don't know, man. I I was never. Could you imagine three guys just saying this is a as a pile of poop? Well, I didn't, how, where's, I, the, where's I, the fun in that? Where's the argument I didn't, in that? I didn't say that. I said garbage, trash. I didn't say poop. I, okay, I think this could be anyways. our quickest podcast ever. We could be done in five minutes. We haven't even <laughs> um, started talking I, about the episode yet. Yeah. You know why that is? It's because we don't want to actually talk about. Well, I want to talk. I, I do want to talk about this episode because I want to talk about the Mandalorian. But that's, I thought I, that right. there was some parts in this episode that I was like, whoa. That was cool. It's it's a it's fanta- wow. it was it was a fantastic episode. It was like a even, phenomenal episode. I'm gonna say this: what I found out in this episode about the dark saber, an inanimate object, was more exciting than Boba Fett himself. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it it's was. Like, that was cool. I'm much more interested in this thing getting heavier with every swing than I am yep. with about his rancor. I don't care about this rancor. Cool. I could care less. I just... Well, don't worry. He'll he'll be back. Yeah, you, I know. you do. You, you do realize that every time that Boba Fett picks up his drink and goes to drink it, it's ensure it's not really because he's so old that he can't. He has to. 
God, poor Boba Fett. <laughs> oh. Anyway, how about we? Uh, how about we get into this? I'm, I'm just. I'm just gonna finalize my my statement, which is, I don't believe they're gonna make another season of this. They're just using this as a, as explanation as to what's going on on Tatooine, while everything else that we actually care about is happening. I disagree. If they're doing this, if they're you doing think they're this, gonna go further with this? Yes. I think they're gonna I, go further yes. with it, and I think they are doing exactly what we have all been talking about for the longest time with the MCU and with Disney. And it's two words: cash cow. It is. It's a, it's a complete because cash cow. it says because it says Star Wars in the title. Somewhere, people will watch it because people love Star Wars. What, what that's the only reason why. What they're doing is okay. So arguably, the most popular location in all of Star Wars is Tatooine. They are establishing Boba Fett as the crime boss on Tatooine, and he's just going to be the staple there. So every time they go back to Tatooine. That's what you are going to see. Like, you're just going to know, oh, they're going to Tatooine in this movie. They're going to Tatooine in this show. They're going to run into Boba Fett for some reason. That's that's the whole purpose behind what this television show is. That's what I'm saying. That's it. They did not need to do an entire series or entire season of television to establish this. They could have done this in one episode of The Mandalorian. They did not need to do this. They could have reversed the roles, had one episode in Mandalorian where they brought in Boba Fett like they did with him, like they did with Din in this episode, right? and accomplished the exact same thing. They could have even done it in two. They could have done we, one. They could have then, done one episode of The Mandalorian where Boba Fett and his backstory and everything with the Tusken Raiders, and then they could have done another episode where Din helps him take control of Tatooine. That could yep. have been it. That could have been but everything the that you that, needed. Though, is you wouldn't have these very crucial scenes like you know him chasing after a droid in the kitchen or like a banta. You wouldn't have those scenes because they'd have to cut it for time. Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> So let's get into cha- uh, season, season three, chapter one of the book of The Mandalorian. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, okay, so it, so the whole thing starts off in this Clatoonian butchery, right? So you get all these Clatoonians there, and they're all butchering meat and moving it around. I expected, like, a rocky one to be there, like, punching the meat, but no. Uh, and then as soon as you see that, you get those big plastic flaps. Will, you've worked in baker or butcheries and stuff like that. What do you call those flaps? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, those big plastic flaps that you see around, like, loading just, bays and stuff they're like just, that. They're just flaps to keep the cold air inside of Absolutely. a meat locker. That's, that's, yep. that's, that's their purpose. I've ordered them. The flaps. I don't know what, I forget what they're called. <laughs> you ordered them. It's like plastic flaps Pretty for much. butchers. Plast- <laughs> uh, okay, we need some flaps. Yeah, sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, so as soon as you see that, you see the silhouette of a character clearly in Mandalorian armor, clearly with the Beskar spear on his shoulder, and you go, oh my god, that's it. Now, um, we knew this was coming because at the end of the last episode, we heard the Mandalorian theme mentioned as soon as she says credits can, pay, can buy muscle. Yep. So, sure enough, he shows up, he comes out, we find out that he's looking for a character named Kaba Baez, not an angel that we know, um, but he's, he's there for Kaba Baez's bounty. Got it. Um, he goes in there, and I, and I love how it's all set up. It actually made me laugh so hard because, like, again, every little thing they started to tease, I was like, it better be this, and it was that. So just something simple like this where the guy who he comes in contact with, who's pretending to not be this Kaba guy, is him. He says, let's talk about our options. And I go, warm or cold? Warm or cold? And he goes, I can bring you in warm. 
where I can bring you in cold. I'm like, oh, everything was set up so perfectly where if you know the characters, you know the story of Star Wars stuff, everything was was set up to just give you that like, oh my God, do it. And then they did it. Now, I got to say, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this episode. What was yep. the last one she did? She did the other one too. Was that the one with the... um? The tribe, and they had the AT-AT out in the woods, or the ATST out in the woods. She did a few episodes of The Mandalorian. She did a couple, she okay. She did a few. She did a few. And when yeah. I saw her name, I was instantly very excited because I know I know that she's competent. And she, oh, yeah, I, I have absolutely. <laughs> I had complete faith. So. Oh, and I didn't even realize that until, you know, I pulled up the credits after the fact, but fantastic. I was just, I was, oh, my God, this episode is so good. Like, even, for a Mandalorian episode, this episode is good, yeah. you know? And we could just be tainted because we've been watching so much Boba Fett. We're like, no. oh, my God, it's him, and we're just excited, but it's, no. It's a good even episode as an, of the as a Mando episode. Yeah, you're right. It's so good. Um, but he's he starts, to, he's like, whatever, he takes out the Darksaber and starts cutting things up. And it's funny, because I, I looked away and forgot that he had the Darksaber. I feel like it's been so long since we've seen this character. I almost forgot where he left off. And I was like, oh... For some reason, I thought the end was like when he got the spear with Ahsoka. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Why would I think that? I totally forgot about everything with Moff Gideon. I don't know why I forgot that sucks. I remember the, the CG, you know, Luke coming in and taking him and all that stuff. But anyway, deep fake did it better. Um, so the Darksaber is out there and he cuts his own leg with the Darksaber. He's 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 the Din we've always known. He's not perfect. He makes mistakes. Um, even though he showed up to like take people out, which he did, he took everybody out except for one, one Clatoonian that ran off. Um, but he ended up cutting himself, like pretty wounding himself pretty bad. Yeah, well, he doesn't, so he, he, walks, he doesn't know how to use its weapon. So no, I, I, I kind of forgive it. He doesn't know. He, he, he does not know how to use this weapon. He doesn't know really he anything know a lot about of things. it. So. Since he was introduced, he's never been know-it-all. He's had to learn everything yeah. that he's, that he knows. And I think that's what's great about this character. It almost reminds me of like, you know, we watch like Schwarzenegger films where he goes out there and he's just like, boo, 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 I blew you up. Ah. But then you watch something like Die Hard where like I, I, I always like to compare things to Die Hard, like the first Die Hard. John McClane gets wrecked, yeah. but he also wrecks people. Yeah. And that's the thing that I love about this is that like he's he's like John McClane in that sense where it's like, yeah, he gets his butt handed to him a few times, but he perseveres. He's bloody. He's bruised. He's broken. You know, he's barefoot whatever but he keeps going and i i like that they're doing that with with din and right off the bat you think that he's going to be like invincible because where they left off um but no he's he's actually getting his butt handed to him no in, in a sense a like he's gun. he's hurting himself <laughs> oh 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 why would he why would he give away that information <laughs> I, I get it's funny but why would he be like like, hey, I, I have a tactical advantage here. Let me just tell them about it. I, I killed your guy, and I have a machine <laughs> I killed gun. your guy and took his gun. <laughs> like, now they know the guy, there's somebody out there who who's able to kill their guy I and then know. just take the gun, and he has a gun now. It's like, that's not that's not a tactical advantage anymore. Well, we don't, <laughs> he just lost it. We don't we don't watch those movies for the intelligence. We we watch them because we want to see Joe McCain. We watch them for the EPKIAs, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Din looks at, at the other butchers in there. He's like, listen, you guys let me pass. There's a whole pile of credits in there, Republic credits. You can take them. Take whatever you think you deserve from your former employer. By, by the way, he had, he had the dude's head in a bag, yeah. in a sack. Great. Like, okay, that's his bounty. That's, that's him coming in cold. That's a man's um, 
head. Head. <laughs> so <clears throat> I love I love the entire thing how he goes into I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold and things things escalate as you think that they would and he just full on grabs this guy by the shoulder with knife throws him on the table and chops him in half with with the dark saber like there's no if ands or buts about this and it's a complete contrast to Boba Fett who's like I will do this with respect and Mando's like no I'm just going to kill you it's wonderful <laughs> well that's the difference between Mando and Boba Fett as I think when he was in the Sarlacc pit um the pair that he had got taken and Mando still has his <laughs> <laughs> No, it was a Tuscan Raiders, the ones yes. we've known to always yes. be like ruthless. Yes. that got him soft. Yes. No, I think it was the digestive fluids that got him soft. The digestive fluids, the digestive fluids, chemically castrated this man. And because the thing is with Mando, with when this. he took, when he cut that guy in half, too, it was the table, everything. It just everything. Oh everything. yeah. And you were like, whoa, whoa, zero, zero hesitation. It was wonderful. <laughs> you were like, and then all of a sudden it, it pans out to the, his, the guys, people that were out in the back of the room hearing this whole thing going on. Yeah. And you're seeing the silhouettes inside and you see him, the very last part, you see him cut one more thing and you know it's the guy's head. And you're like, yep. oh, we're done. We and I was, like, I was like, this is the best episode <laughs> so far. <laughs> Absolutely. So this five minutes of the opening <laughs> is more exciting than the last four and episodes. The of- of the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's sad. It, it really, it's sad, but it's true. So all these butchers, they, they go, um, they're hesitating. They're like, are you going to kill me? Like they're, they're not going to attack him. No, you know, they're clearly hesitating. Um, and you can tell that he was saying that because he's like, I don't want to have to kill you guys. My leg hurts. I want to go home. Like, I'm just done with this right now. Can you guys just take all that money in there? I don't need it. Just come on. And they're like, well, you saw that he was covering up the wound of his leg. So they wouldn't see that. Right. Right. Cause they, they saw the wound that he was that injured. Then they could have attacked or done something to him, but he, he was using the guy's head to cover up his wound so that they wouldn't see that he was how injured he was. Anyway. At this point, it cuts into Chapter 5, The Return of the Mandalorian, opening theme. Oh, wait, the opening theme was a combination of the Book of Boba Fett's theme mixed with the Mandalorian theme. Yep. Amazing, fantastic, it fit right in. Phenomenal. That was their plan. It fit well. It did. Loved it. So, I don't know what he was really looking for here, but he goes in and starts talking to somebody who apparently hired him for this bounty. I, I don't really know. Some alien and a group of people, <clears throat> they're all kind of hanging out in this bar. Um, that was interesting as he's going up the elevator, like this alien dude next to him like looks at him, and then as soon as he looks over, he like pretends he wasn't looking at him. This place that he goes to is really, really cool. This big like loop hoop or whatever it is. It where it, 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 it it it's it's harkening. It's almost like a centrifuge. It's the cool no, it's the cool it's a cooler <clears throat> version of Interstellar. That's what I'm saying. Yes. It's like a centrifuge. So yeah. For me, it's it's hearkening back to a more um, technologically gifted time within the Star Wars universe, which sets up for a lot of what happens <laughs> later on in this episode. They're they're right. getting you ready now, and I really appreciated that because even I was like, ooh, I was like, this is this is advanced for 
you know, current day universe in, 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 in Star Wars. I was like, this is this is looking a little I didn't I, I, I was starting to put it together here, but I didn't quite do it yet. But it was it was it was fantastic. Well, here's the big issue with with the Star Wars franchise itself. All right. The original trilogy, four, five and six, they use the excuse of, well, the Empire took over and they just took all the good technology. That's why everything was so old. It's like, no, that movie was just made in the 70s. So that's why the technology looked so much better in one, two and three when they did the prequels. That's why they had all these cool things. No, it's actually a sound argument if you're going to say, oh, the Empire took everything that makes that makes sense. It it does, but still, it, they they found a way to try to to try to explain the the new technology introduced, and that's why George Lucas came in and did the atrocity. That's you know, the, like the the four different versions of the original trilogy when he kept adding stuff. It's like let's add a do back here. Let's add a swinging Jawa. Let's add an extra rock in front of R two D two. Like, okay, here, here and you know yeah, the, the I, advancements in technology. I disagree with that entirety of what you just said. Here is the issue with the Star Wars universe. They made the first trilogy, four, five, and six, and it was awesome. (laughs) And then they made everything else after that. (laughs) And they should have just left it with four, five, and six. Mm. So I normally is amazing. Normally, I would. That was. Outside of Rogue One, <laughs> Rogue One is just the if they if they made four, five, and six, and then did nothing else, and then made Rogue One, fantastic, Solo better, but the fact that they had to go back and introduce Jar Jar Binks, like really, then they had to introduce, um, they had to remake a New Hope in Force Awakens, then they had to do all this other stuff, and it's like. They started. They they've lost more and more people along the way than they did when they first came out forty years ago with it, and it went. It's gone downhill ever since. And with technology, you know, it should have gotten better. It's not gotten better. And I'm a huge well, Star point, Wars because fan, but so because normally, they focused on the wrong things. Normally, I would they, agree with what you're saying, but in recent years, I have gained a, an appreciation for the prequels. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Um, Clone Wars is still hot, hot garbage, but well, Attack of the Clones. Attack. Oh, t- um, apologies. So, Sorry, um, Clone, Clone Wars is a, is another movie and another series sure. of shows. Fine. So, Attack you, of the Clones. You... Attack of the Clones to me is still hot garbage. I still hate that movie, but you know, Phantom Menace and Sith. They're they're fine for what they are. I don't hate they're... them the way that 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 I used to. But but, the, but here's the thing though: is before everything else came out. You did not like those films. No, not Since at all. everything else came out, it gave you a new appreciation for those films. But it still shows how <laughs> low on the totem pole they really are. It's just they just happen to get worse as time get on. Got, got on. They're vastly su- superior by comparison. I mean, it's I, I'm not going to argue with that at all. But I mean, right? But th- but then the, the the original trilogy is just vastly superior, even with lower budgets, less technology. The storyline was better. Yes. The the intrigue was better. The what's going to happen next. The the question was, you know, was Luke, you know, did he dabble with the dark side? You know, we actually enjoyed Boba Fett back then. Um, we we liked all these different things, and now it's like it's all these. And the reason why I think Mandalorian did so well is it did not taint everything that we knew about Star Wars. It was added to the universe and it was new and it was cool. Right. They're right. tainting so much stuff and they're like, okay, 
you know, even with the new the 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 sequel um the sequel trilogy, you know, let's take Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is one of the biggest Star Wars fan, Star Wars fans out there, and he was beyond mad that they that they killed him out that they wrote him off the off the series off the saga and they ruined it with that and there's so much that they could have done better with had they just followed the original vision of what star wars was and they didn't and it's gone downhill ever since except for road rogue one rogue one was like there's new there's new life in here and then it went downhill again yeah, because you're you're right. Nothing 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 before like the '90s was horrible, you know, because the, the the holiday special was the best thing to ever come out of of anything, um, in, in any type of sci-fi. <laughs> no comment. No yeah, comment. Gonna, we don't talk about that. You're, you're out there by yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm 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 interested in seeing what the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is going to be like next year or this year. That's I I think it'll be kind of interesting. They're basically taking the same approach, but they're gonna make it. They're, I think they're gonna make fun of the goofiness of the Star Wars one. That podcast is gonna be welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee, <laughs> and today, <laughs> seriously, you guys don't want to talk about that? I think it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, well, fine, then I'll. Do it myself. There you go. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he's there talking to this whoever creature who basically he was like, here's the head. And he, he wants the access. He wants he wants to know where the access access shaft to the substrata is. Yeah, I don't, um, I, don't I, I didn't get this. Well, he, he meant. He wanted to find the armor because he knew she was there. Um, but I don't understand what it was like. He's like, I don't want your money. Like he's doing this bounty. I just want this information. And then he just found it himself. He found like, it he himself. He turned on them. his little like hologram he, phone home told, beacon no, she thing. Told she told yeah, him. but she, yeah, but he was oh, able, he was oh. able to turn on his phone home hologram beacon thing. That's like built inside of him. And he's able <laughs> to like, home he's, he, but that's basically what it is. Like he sees the symbol on top of the door and this arrows <laughs> pointing this way. And it's like, why did you yeah. need to do the bounty? If you could just turn this on and, and, and see he, where, you know, your, exactly. your, your, your home base was, what, what was the point? I think right. it was just to show us something cool. Like that's God, yeah, I, that was it. If that's if I'm that, okay, if, I'm okay with that. So, as am I. I mean, if that's with the this one, episode, I'm okay with. It. If that's the one criticism yeah. that I have about this episode was there really was no need for this bounty if you could just turn things on and whoop whoop whoop. I'm I'm okay yeah. with it. I really don't care if if so, I, it was so awesome. The opening sequence of this of this of this episode was so cool that I'm just gonna forgive it. I really don't care. Right. So as I see him here, like we don't know where this episode's gonna go. If it's all gonna be like totally Mando the whole time, no, or, dude. Or it's at this gonna go point, into- at this point, when he's talking about the head and he's looking for like his base and everything, <laughs> I knew that this entire episode was gonna be all Mandalorian. I was not well, expecting to see Boba Fett at all. Well, with with him complaining so much about the wound, I almost expected him to be meeting up with Fennec and then use the back tank or something. I, that's what I kind of assumed. Nah. Like he could really use a back to tank at this point. Nah. Um, so could um, so could Deadpool. But um, so hidden symbols, and he fi- and he struggles down the ladder. Like he basically follows the hidden symbols, sees the image of the Mythosaur, goes down the ladder, kind of loses it. Then he bumps into the armorer. Find out that there's only three of them now, which I guess that meant it's only those three, like including the man, like Din. And this other character? Yep. Now, 
this is interesting. Um, <clears throat> so you've got the armorer, and you've got Paz Vizsla. All right. Sure. We know Paz Vizsla is different than Tar Vizsla, who was the way back in the day. He was the Mandalore. Oh, this never came up, I don't think, in in this show. Um, but Tar Vizsla was a Mandalorian Jedi, basically a combo of the two. But we kind of get into that because she, the armorer, basically says, "Hey, what caused such a wound?" You know, asking the other, the you know, Paz there to like heal him up. She looks at it and she's like, if this falls into the wrong hands, you know, of the undeserving person, it'll be a curse for all of Mandalore. Otherwise, whoever has this can rule all of Mandalore. Yep. But she gets into the story. It was forged by Tar Fizzla, who was a Mandalorian Jedi at the same time. But um, she gets into everything else. Now, do you know who played Paz? No clue. Did you did you look and see who played Paz? Nope. John Favreau. Good for him. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to pinpoint like the voice, but he, they had the helmet thing going on, so it was hard to really pick it up. Kind of a voice, him. kind of a voice modulator and everything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I thought that was awesome. Um, <clears throat> but she gets into the whole thing about the spear at one point, saying, "Why do you have that spear? This shouldn't be used for weapons. Beskar is only used for armor, so we need to forge it into armor." Um. So as that's kind of going through, they start. He starts talking about Bo-Katan because Bo-Katan Kree's. She um, she was showing them, oh, you can take off your helmets. Almost like they were part of the Death Watch, which, again, you guys aren't up with uh, Clone Wars, but the Death Watch was like this group of Mandalorians that didn't follow the Mandalorian uh, culture as much. You know, they were just kind of like mercenaries in a way. Um, that's kind of who Bo-Katan is throughout it, but we get the whole thing where she's explaining. She goes, yeah, she and her people, they lost their way, and we lost our world. Um, they referred to the time when everybody died there on Mandalore as the Night of a Thousand Tears. Um, and then they actually show the Empire destroying Mandalore. Yep. <clears throat> what was kind of cool is you saw their battle droids that looked an awful lot like K2SO from um, from Rogue One. Remember the one voiced by um, Alan Tudyk? Yeah. Also, yeah. So there was a bunch I thought of them, that was cool. There was a bunch of them walking around just like in the embers, like all Terminator style. It was actually very cool. Terminator style. Yeah, I did. I did enjoy that. And again, to connect that back to other droids we've seen. Yeah, that's the one thing that I think <clears throat> we, we miss a lot where you make a sci fi movie and you just keep on creating and creating and creating and making new species and new droids it's like, no, no, no. Keep throwing the callbacks in there because it makes us really feel like we're still in the same world. So I, I like say, that they've been doing that. I will say that. with with a lot of the characters in this season, this series, a lot of the, the aliens that we've run into are bringing us back to return. I will, Absolutely. I will give them that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's all. I'll I think Re- return of the Jedi showed us a lot more species than the previous two movies. So the fact that they're pulling, they're bringing all that all together. I mean, you've got the, you've got the Bith. You know, who are, you know, the Cantina Band, you got Max Rebo, like all these characters that keep on coming back. It's like, oh, that's cool. So even if it's like not the same character species, we're seeing species um, that are returning. So he comes down to this thing where they're basically melting down this spear. They're taking the spear from him. Now, he gives it to him. He gives it. Yeah, he gives it. Because she was like, she was like, you basically have to like that should not be used for that. Now, I don't think he had to. He. Could've well, he could have kept, kept it. it. Yeah, he could have kept it, but she was I like, that's it, not what it's meant for. But I, I, I took it more <sighs> as a recommendation that this should be used for armor instead of a weapon. Like, he didn't have to. 
No, but I feel like there, this, this episode was very odd for me because why is he... Does it seem like he's just going along with this whole thing with these, you know, old-timey, old-culture Mandalorians? He's always been this like that. This is the that. way stuff? He, he was, but he also took his helmet off so what? and that, changed he took quite his a bit. He took his, he took his helmet, helmet off because he had an emotional attachment to Grogu. Fine, whatever. But that doesn't mean that he's just going to... Um, he's just going to shed everything that he believes in. He, that's not mm-hmm. that. That's never been his character. That's never been who he was. Right. I don't know. It just it seems it seemed odd to me that he was kind of like going back to them because they're very like legalistic, following their law. Why you know, wouldn't this he? is the way? I don't know. Cause it seemed like he was going off in a different direction. Maybe that's why I'm saying it to me. It seemed odd, but I just I guess I have to rewatch the was, other two seasons. He was going there just to, like, recoup. I don't yeah. think what happened in this episode he was expecting. I think he was going there just to, you know, his wound, get healing for his wound, you know, update stuff, get, you know, more supplies if needed, and then move on. And then what happened happened. And I think, you know, I don't think he was expecting that, especially the question of, you know, the helmet. Right, right, right. Well, basically, he says, forge this into armor for a foundling. Is like a specific foundling. Sure. Clearly for Go- Grogu. Um, they, all they really made out of that gigantic spear, or all they gave him, first of all, that was his spear that he earned, and all they gave him was this little bag of rings. Where's the rest of the best guard? You don't know what else spear? was in there. That was a tiny little bag of rings. No, it was more than, the, the rings were just um, <clears throat> um, like shards of like remnant of whatever it is that she was forging. What was uh-huh. what's in what's in the little sack that she ties up? We don't know what's in there yet. Oh, I, okay. I thought that was rings. No, no. Still, no. It's a little tiny sack. Are, are we thinking that there's some kind of weird like vibranium technology that's like nanotech? Sure. I don't know. Okay. No, well, I, 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 we don't. No. We don't know no. what's in there. We don't know what type of armor was forged. So it's. A mystery, and we will find it's out. A mystery. <laughs> now, did you notice that the little sack was tied up to look like uh, like Grogu's head with yeah. ears? That was a little ridiculous. That wasn't was a, it? <laughs> that was very on the nose. Like we didn't need to. We didn't need that much of a visual. We know who this is for. Like yeah, when we talk about it. spoon feeding, you know, yeah, <laughs> Spielberg. Like that was like he first he already like he said I want to, I want this for a foundling. He could have left it at he that. We would have been exactly. like, oh, I know who that's for. Yeah. But he says. It's for Grogu. And then we're like, oh, in case you forgot who Grogu is, let's just tie it up See, with little ears. Okay, so <laughs> I don't have a problem with him going back to the Mandalorian. I don't have a problem with him still like keeping keeping his values and, at his core and everything that he was taught and him living by this creed. I don't have a problem with that at all. This, mm-hmm. I kind of do have a problem with him, him having armor made for a foundling that is off with Luke learning the ways of the Jedi. Like, mm. he's... Like you, you completely understood at the end of your your story arc, sir, that Grogu was better off with a Jedi learning about who he is and his history and that whole thing away from you. But you're gonna go deliver like armor to him now. Like, I I I I kind of thought that that entire thing was put to rest. So it it, it's it's that that's the odd thing to me. Like mm. yeah. Nah. We'll see because there's been a lot of fan theories for a while of like, um, how do you even know where they Grogu? went? I, I don't know. We don't. 
Exactly. But, uh, How do you know where they went? How are you the, going the to find them? The idea is that Grogu has an attachment to him. So uh, let me just say this here. So there's a line there where they're talking about the whole thing about Jedi's. It's like, yeah, well, Jedi, um, she says you shouldn't be giving this to a Jedi. I'm like, they're, they're basically have like a, they basically have a no attachment policy. Yeah. Don't get attached. He's like, yeah, but our policy is loyalty and solidarity. That's the way. So it's like, okay, valid sure. point. I'll make his armor. <laughs> I, it, but it, it, what's really cool is um, before I watched this episode, I saw a thing. It was a, it was an image um, I found online of Grogu older, like training and kind of preparing his Jedi arts and whatnot. He's got a he's got an arm um, like a shoulder uh, shield, you know, with the mudhorn symbol on it, just like the Mando does. Um, but it's a conversation between Grogu and somebody else, and it says, "Master Grogu, I thought Jedi were supposed to or were not supposed to form attachments." He goes, attachments do not lead to the dark side. Fear of losing them does. Now, I can do the voice just so you get it. Okay, I wait, do not understand. Wait, wait, where did you find this? Is this fan art? Is this like... It's fan art. It's fan okay, art, so but it's, it's a great not, conversation It's, it's not go. canon. Why are we reading this? <laughs> because I think it's actually valid. But the whole point is the difference between attachments and... Let me, let me get to it. Um, so he's like, I don't understand. You can be attached to something but not fear to lose it. Treasure those around you while you can and rejoice when they return to the force. So you mean when they die? Well, death is a natural part of life. I wish it weren't. But it is. Once you accept that, the dark side will never take you. I have to live knowing that life and death are inseparable. It sounds impossible. And then Master Grogu gently touches this Padawan and says, No, Padawan. It is not impossible. This, it is the way. So it's it's this really really interesting thing that he that they're they're kind of saying like how cool would that be if he really ends up being like this new Mandalorian you know Jedi type character you know not following one or the other but like kind of breeding something new somebody who has these um, this culture of this but then also this culture of that bringing it together into one I don't know I'm reading it because it's fan stuff. But it's also pretty cool because we're seeing that difference because it really is not about attachment. It's the fear of losing it because fear leads to the dark side. Sure. And then the anger, it leads to anger and then anger to suffering. You know, we all, we get all that. So, so I don't looking think at it from a different perspective. I'm on, I, I honestly don't believe that any of this actually matters in the long scheme of things, because if it did, we would have seen him in the sequel trilogy. Tr- uh, yeah, but they're we talking didn't. about retconning the secret sequel trilogy because yeah, it was. I don't think that that's actually going to happen. Come on, that's well, ridiculous. It is, but they might just poo-poo they all over it, just gonna, like they no, did with just not, like they did with the other two movies. They're not the, the, do that. They're not the second do that. and third movie of the of the the prequel or sequel trilogy basically just kept negating each other. They kept on saying, "Never mind, I was wrong. This and that, whatever." You never know what they're going to do, but. I wouldn't be surprised if years later, because I mean, considering Master or considering Grogu was fifty years old when we see him in the Mandalorian, how many years are going to go by until we see him not a, an infant? You know, so I don't I think guess outside we'll the Mandalorian, I don't think we're going to really see him again. Neither do I. Really? No. He's not Yoda. No, it's, right. it's not going to happen. But I don't yeah, think we're I think see I think him. a lot. So here's, I think a lot of fans need to let that go. He's not Yoda. He is not going no. to replace Yoda. He is not going Absolutely to be not. the new Yoda inside of a new trilogy that they're going to. No, it's, that's not no. what this is. 
He is no, a. No, but the, he is, but a, the theory he is, is a, still out there that he's a clone. No, I don't care if they, I don't care. No, that's a he's stupid. Not a clone. That's a stupid theory. That is an absolutely ridiculous theory. They're 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 a species. They have a planet. They have a world. It's just secret. That has never ever ever been explained. Exactly. Even when they it's, introduce it, Yaddle, because they are they secret. Still... They are private. They live off on their own, and that's a whole thing. And I understand that. This. Yeah. Well, this... you know what? So so was Boba Fett until they made this show. Can you let me finish? Thank you. Yeah. Grogu, and I'm going to upset a lot of Star Wars fans out there right now when I say this, Grogu at best is a plot device for the Mandalorian, nothing more. Yep. That's it. That's all he is. He's not going to be anything special. He's not going to be anything significant. He goes off with Luke to do nothing for a reason. He's a plot device. That's it. That's it. And they can sell a lot of toys if they keep bringing them up. Let them sell the toys. You know what's, He's you know nothing. He's I would take, nothing. I would take Babu Freak over Grogu, to be so honest. So would I. Hello. So would I. I'm <laughs> so... And you know what? I would to be, love to see a backstory on him. Yeah, so would I. He's a cool character. And you know what? To be, to be quite honest with you, I'm, if there's one thing that I'm happy about the Book of Boba Fett is that there is no Grogu because I got sick to my stomach with how cute that thing was getting. It was getting <laughs> ridiculous. It so was I getting so childish and ridiculous, and my stomach was churning because of it. Like, I was so you, happy when it was over and done. Do you know what made me happy about the Book of Boba Fett? Uh, this episode of The Mandalorian? This episode yeah. of The Mandalorian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I will say, it's not an official piece of merchandise, but people have been um, uh, doing, like, 3D printing of Grogu's little head and making it a toothpaste dispenser. That's so when you screw it on the top and you squeeze it out, the toothpaste comes out like the vomit. That's, that's... <laughs> and it looks and it looks spot on. Like, it's like... <laughs> cool. It's actually pretty funny. Anyway, so... You know that when they created Dan... Bobo, Babu Freak, they actually just took... Um, what is, what's it called? You put your hand in plaster. Um, mold? A mold. A mold of Uma Thurman's hands. Oh my god. <laughs> so so Din's over here practicing with the armorer and he's basically just like you should like stop fighting against the blade. He goes it gets heavier with each move, which I think explains what happened earlier when he just like totally cut his legs. He's like why yeah. is this suddenly so heavy? Um I really really enjoy that. Like they're they're going they're making the dark saber not just a cool looking lightsaber. They're really getting it into the like, what is this all about? The minutia. Right. Now, I, yeah. now, did I share this? Did I share this last year, uh, or not last year? Last um, episode when I was talking about the the book I have, Dark Saber. Some something like that. You 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 talked uh, extensively about it when we did um, Mandalorian. You did go into it a little bit. Okay. Now the problem with this book is it actually has nothing to do with the dark saber. No. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I, I didn't get that far in the book. I only got like three or four chapters into it when I was just sitting at the library. And since it's been on my shelf, I haven't picked it up yet because I have a whole slew of other books to read first. And I was looking more into it, and Darksaber is just the name for a new big laser. It's yeah. actually not the Darksaber that we know. Um, and I guess that's another reason why it's not considered canon. <laughs> so... I know, right? I just, figured, I just figured something out. Oh, I wow, know the Chuck. problem. You know the problem? I know the problem. Loki went back in time as oh, a variant. <laughs> something happened. And what we expected, the real story of Boba Fett that was supposed to come out, 
got changed because he went back in time and did something oh. that created this new timeline right. and our expectations of what happened um did not he went happen. back see i i think i think you're onto something he went back and he distracted a jedi who was constructing uh-huh. his lightsaber and uh-huh. something went awry and it just this and now we have the dark saber like that's okay mm. That makes sense. I'm with and, you. And what's going to and what's gonna happen you. is when we when we actually watch um, the new Doctor Strange movie, <laughs> we're going to see Grogu. <laughs> I know. Maybe. Well, actually, Could we're be. probably going to see because they're going to be t- they're going to be tying all these different universes together. We're going to see Nicolas Cage as Superman too. Or or you know what they could do? You know what they could do? That. We could see. <laughs> we could Loki messed up. We could see, Thanks, we could Loki. see, we could see Nick Fury enter a room, and on the other side of the room would be Mace Windu, and there could be like a right. little thing going on there. Oh my god! Now, now, why haven't we asked this question? If Tom Holland, Spider Man, is such a huge Star Wars fan, why did he not realize that Mace Windu and Nick Fury were the same? Was it the eyeball? No, it's because it they're the it's, no, it's because they're it's because they're actually. Um, doppelgangers and on this world he doesn't realize it but on that world and by that world i mean in a galaxy far far, far, far away. away um and that because it's so far far away funny he that you bring put up two and two together funny that you bring up doppelganger because that goes into the whole thing in in, in no way home where you have you know the, the little doppelganger tease that happened when uh when Andrew Garfield and, you know, Tobey Maguire were face to face they had that little standoff thing so doppelganger there yeah i'm yeah, on board okay. with this yeah. Good theory, guys. We figured it out. We cracked it. Oh. We cracked the code. It just, it just made guess, Boba Fett a little bit more. the show anymore. <laughs> it just made Boba Fett a little bit more interesting. A little bit more. Yeah. I just, it, so, it just makes me wonder, though, like, what was the real story? <laughs> yeah. The world may never know. No, we're, we're not going to know. We'll never know. Then they so, won't go, no, we're never going to know. So he's training with the Darksaber, which is getting heavier and heavier. And basically, she's like, "If it'll win if you keep fighting against it. You can't control it with your strength. Strength. Your mind is clearly distracted." And that's when he gets into this duel, basically after this with um, with Paz Visla, who basically says straight up, "Like, yeah, this um, uh, what's his face there? Visla was my ancestor, so I want to take it back." So they get into a duel. They accept. They take off their jetpacks and they sit there and get ready to have a fight. He's doing pretty good. He's got a shield and, a, and one of those vibra blade things. Um, and then they fight. This back fight and scene forth. was really cool. Yeah, it was. it was interesting. At one point, I like, like Mando was so like stabbing, stabbing him repeatedly with a shiv, like running around him, stabbing him. This big dude who again is John Favreau. Um, and he, they get to the question at that point. Okay, good. No, looks like Mando won. Looks like Din Din won this one. So if you're having, hey, did you ever remove your helmet? So if you're having a duel. To decide who was going to take custody of this light of this dark saber, uh huh. Wouldn't you want to fight with the dark saber itself? Like, what? What's the point if you're not going to use the dark saber in combat? They did. He dropped it and won without it. Right. It was but too he, heavy. He, it was way yeah. too heavy. So he. Had but to, he won. But that's he but that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like you're have you're like, like you're having a duel for like the honor of this weapon, right? And you're right. Not, and you don't use the weapon to ultimately win the fight, right? Kind of defeats the purpose of fighting for the honor of the weapon. True, but he just he was. I think he was just fighting for the chance to 
to be able to keep the weapon. <laughs> I don't know. I guess he couldn't. He couldn't carry it, but he still won. That's the, but that's so my it, point. It, like he can't. Yeah. He can't, if he can't wield it, I don't know. I don't know. Something about right. the whole dual thing. I don't know. If he can't, if he can't wield, it, if he does not have the mental strength to wield this weapon, but he still won. Like, did he really win? I'm just wondering if that's going to come back around. I'm just. I think his mind is just distracted with Grogu. To be honest, that's a possibility. Absolutely, that's what they're getting into. Exactly. If that wasn't wasn't the case, you know, it would probably be a different story. So I don't know. Uh, I I can I can forgive that part personally because he did use it for the most part, and then it got knocked out. He dropped it. It got knocked out because it was too heavy, Um, and then he ended up winning the fight. Anyways, um, I mean, granted, he lost his position as a Mandalorian, but he won the fight. Right. So, that then, being said, we're, 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 we're going to get into that when we come back. That's another thing. It's like, eh, I don't know. It just, it, 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 it you know what, though? I, I forgive it because it raises a lot more questions, and I have complete faith that we're going to end up getting those answers to these questions. Like, yeah. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind. That yeah, they're going Mandal- to get into Ma- a lot of this in, in the third season of The Mandalorian. And Mandalorian season three, right? Yeah, they're, they're going yeah. to get into a lot more of this. So, so, so where we are here, is the whole, that's the whole thing, is he lost his position as a, as a Mandalorian, as you said, because he basically was like, yeah, I removed my helmet. She's like, well, then you're a Mandalorian no more. Yeah. Okay, great. But then she comes up with this thing. I say she comes up with this thing. It's just like they came up with this story. It's like, you must go to the living waters beneath the mines sure, of Mandalore to be sure. redeemed. And I'm like, ay, ay, ay. This is really? The living She's, waters beneath the mines. It's did she so say, ru- Did she say Mandalore or Transalore? Oh, I thought she said Mandalore. Aren't you a Doctor Who fan? Oh, Transalore. Come on. <laughs> Okay, anyway, it's been a really long time, and I, and I binged it, so I lost a lot. But here's the thing, though, is they did this. I think she, this was their way out of saying, okay, you know what? There's only three of us left. Um, mm-hmm. How can we keep you as a Mandalorian so there's not just two of us left? Go do uh-huh. this. You'll be redeemed. You're right. good. No yeah. issues. Go in the and water. Wash yourself seven times. <laughs> we won't even see it happen. It'll no. just happen at no. one point, and then he'll say, I went and did this, and it'll be done. There'll be there'll be an opening scene with him coming out of some mystery water, and that'll be it. And it'll be you know back to business as usual. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, do you actually want to see like the story of no. him traveling to this not, to not this mystery really. place, or not would you really. rather just kind of see him like coming out of some water and like okay, I'm done, back back? I to th- it. I feel like that's the, I feel like that's a cop out. It's it's cheap out. I feel like he's just gonna go do what he whatever he needs to do, and then eventually he'll get around to it if that's what he decides he wants to do. I don't feel like he's he wants to just be in this weird sect of you know three of them living in this old weird culture religion. I don't think he wants to. I think he does. didn't. If he didn't, he wouldn't be there. I think he does. He he absolutely he does. does. He would not be in the same company of these two people if he did not want to be there. If he did not, I think he know he knows what he knows, and that's why he's there. I don't know if that's where he truly wants to be because he's so conflicted. And I think, yeah, but then uh, it whatever. Be this, the this is us just throwing out ideas. To, he wants to be a Mandalorian. Still. He wants he to be a Mandalorian. In, it's all he's known all his life. That's what he right? wants to be. And if he can find mm-hmm. a way of redemption because he did take his helmet off, and he know, that's why when he was asked. If, if if what you're saying is true, he would have lied. When he was asked, he would have been like, either A, he would have been like, no, I did not. 
to just stay in or B, if he really didn't care about being part of the three of them, he wouldn't have answered. He wouldn't have hesitated on his answer. He would just be like, yeah, I did it. Let me go. You know, but he hesitated on his response. He also wouldn't, he also wouldn't ask, how can I redeem myself? Like if he didn't want to be there, if he was so conflicted, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't not be willing to, to, to redeem himself and then become like a Mandalorian again. He would have just went off and did whatever he right. wanted to do. Like that would have been the end of it. But he's clearly still convicted based off of what he heard from Bo Bo-Katan and like her her posse over there too. So the thing is, he's 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 being pulled in many different directions right now because of his attachments to other people that he's met along the way. So that's the only reason why I'm questioning it. I'm not I'm not staying like firm on it. I'm just saying hmm, it seems like there's some confliction. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I'm conflicted. Yeah. I yes, you are. So this anyway, whole season conflicts me. Yes. So basically, he's um, he's getting on a star destroyer that's going on a flight to Tatooine. Yep. Okay. That's interesting. That the star destroyer is just like for commercial flights now. Of course. Why <laughs> like, not? Let's go. We're, t- we're taking a trip to Why Tatooine. Not? Let's, let's let's repurpose everything that can fly it, to to make it wasn't money. A, it wasn't a regular star destroyer. Yes, it was. Absolutely was. We see it later on when he when he leaves. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, we that, do like, see it. That, like, oval-shaped so, ship? It wasn't a start like that No, triangle. no, no, not that. No, no, not that. It was later on we see it's a Star Destroyer because it even had, like, the big deck up top, and then it went down, and you saw the big... It's thrusters on the back. That's where, that's where he went on to later on. No, the one where he was sitting in the passenger seat and the little girl, whatever, boy, the thing with the, the green... The Rodian, yeah. Yeah, that was on a carrier ship. It wasn't a Star Destroyer. Okay, well, at one point, somebody's on a flight on a Star Destroyer, like a regular commercial flight. So maybe it wasn't there. It's like, we saw it later on that, that it was a Star Destroyer. I never saw it. Yeah, well, uh, I'll rewatch it too, but I definitely saw that there was a Star Destroyer not, not being used by the Empire. But anyway, little Rodian's there, you little Rodian youngling waving at him like any other kid would do sitting on a, on a plane seeing a person. And um, then he gets, oh, actually, oh, see, my notes actually deleted on me. That's what got messed up here. So he, as he's about to get on, he has to check all of his, his weapons, you know, and put them, you know, in, in the cargo. Mm. That's not great. And he's watching everything and he's putting everything in there. And I was very shocked that they did this and it went nowhere. Unless for some reason we find out later on that somebody stole the Darksaber and replaced it with a fake. You know, I don't know, but it seemed like he got all of his stuff when he got off the boat, off the, uh, the ship. So, um, he gets to Moss Eisley, gets all of his stuff back, and then we cut back over to Pelimoto again, who's chasing some weird creature with her pit droids in tow and an R2 unit. Now, Pelimoto, um, we remember her as the, as the mechanic, played by Amy Sedaris, um, that we saw in the other episode when he was, like, fixing up... You know, trying to get the Razor Crest fixed up. She finds this creature, whatever, and he comes in, bumps in. He's like, hey, it's good to see you again. Um, I got your message. She's like, what message? It's like, you said you found me a replacement for the Razor Crest. She goes, oh, yeah, that message. Exactly, that message, whatever. She's hilarious she's in this episode. Great. She's so much She's so much better in this episode than she was when we saw her before. Like, she was, she was kind of annoying before, 
But this time, I don't know, I was I was laughing at everything she said, mainly because it sounded like Dan Aykroyd wrote her script because the the tech, the baloney technical jargon coming out of her mouth about all this and that and everything was so ridiculous. I'm like, did Dan, Ac- I, I almost I did look it up. I'm like, tell me Dan Aykroyd had something to write here, because if you've ever heard that guy speak, it's 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 like he, he got I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say about it. He, the guy's nuts. Yeah. So um, makes a good vodka, though. It, have you have you tried it, yes, Crystal I have. Head or Crystal Skull? Is it good? It's 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 smooth. I will say that. Oh, good. It is smooth. nice. Yeah, it's not a it's not a Calypso. <laughs> no, Calypso's the rum. So anyway, um, she starts talking Codwells. about this possible replacement. Caldwell's. Caldwell's. That's what it is. Not Calypso. <laughs> Calypso's the rum. Caldwell's is the vodka. <laughs> anyway, uh no. Oh my god! She she uh, ten dollar jug of vodka, not a, not a, not a uh, bottle. And a that was jug. in Massachusetts too. A yeah, jug. so that was it was. <laughs> oh, that was rough. Some you know what? Interesting the good thing, times. But the good thing about it though was after like the first couple of shots, you don't taste anything. You didn't care. You didn't care. <laughs> we didn't care. Your taste buds were gone. It's done. Your taste buds were already intoxicated. Oh yeah. So. Um, Good times. So they they go they start going up and she's going to show him this, you know, ship that's going that's you know a replacement for his Razor Crest. Mm. As soon as they showed it, okay. I thought I, I I as soon as I saw the tarp, I giggled. it didn't have to be anything else. I immediately I the first thing I said was, I I said pod racer. It couldn't be a pod racer. That nope. makes no sense. I'm just like, oh my god, is it an N one Starfighter? Nubian. Nubian. No, it wasn't a Nubian. What's no, a Nubian? I guess it was a Nubian. Yeah, what's a Nubian? <laughs> it was a Nubian. That's two weeks in a row. It was a Nubian ship. <laughs> yes. Nubian. Very nice. Okay. Um, okay. I yeah, just the wanna... Nubians were, were like the big shiny chrome ones. That's why when we first saw the Razor Crest, I'm like, is that a Nubian? Um, but yeah, we saw this, and we and it's it's a yellow one, just like Anakin used in the Phantom Menace when he was blowing stuff up and flying around. Yeah, like, this is wizard. Yeah, you know. So I'm 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 looking at this thing, and I and I'm way off. I know it's not the same one, but I just think it's really interesting that they're introducing this ship. What a few months before we're getting an Obi Wan series. Just saying. Mm. So it's it's mm-hmm. it's they're definitely planting those seeds like now, right? And it's fantastic. Right. It's oh yeah, they're doing a great fantastic. job. I love what they did with this ship. They didn't put it, all the panels yeah. back on. They left it somewhat open. Oh my god! They they, they sanded down all the yellow paint and made it silver. Um, they took out the droid cockpit part of the cockpit and just put in a giant engine in it. Um, I, I love the giant like outside of the ship carburetor almost that you see in muscle <laughs> yeah. cars. Oh, sorry, no, that's the turbonic venturi power assimilator. Sure that's what that is. <laughs> sure, it's great. <laughs> And I love Actually, like it's, it's brand new. Actually, well, it's Jawa new. I, I loved even just the push of the button. That's like hitting nitro, nitrous in a car. You know, oh, dude. push it, and he just. How did he jump to light speed? So oh what God. they did, what they did in this episode was something that we haven't really seen to this degree in Star Wars. They had like a legit let's soup up a car. Like this, they, this was like a. Like you know, an MTV show of setting of setting this car up to be amazing. This you was know? Vin like, Diesel and Paul Walker <laughs> in Phantom Menace, not Phantom Menace, in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, a little bit with these two, and a it was perfect. It was so awesome to watch. It was Family. so cool. I was like, "This is 
this is awesome. So normally, yeah. n- nor- and I've done this on this podcast before, normally I kind of shy away from the montage scene. I think they're they're way overdone in a lot of medium. Oh, here, here though, I appreciate it because it's almost like Favreau was saying, listen, I know everybody has a problem with the prequels, but they're awesome for specific reasons. Here's why they're cool. Right. And right. This, they did a good job. Th- this was really, really cool to see. So I did, yeah, I did and, appreciate and that. The way they did this montage wasn't just like music and a bunch of things happening and goofy stuff. No, it was them like, doing they, stuff. They, they, that was them doing stuff, awesome. but they were they were communicating back and forth. They were talking about this, like, hey, you know, didn't want to talk to the Jawas. And she's like, oh, yeah, I dated one once. They're quite furry. Very furry. <laughs> and then but I love, they basically she's, I love like, when she I love when she's talking to him and she when she starts speaking Jawa, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. She speaks Jawa. So so I don't know. Do you guys know who Amy Sedaris is? Do you know her from anything else? I don't. Uh, okay, Mandalorian. So, yeah, so many, many years ago, I think it was on Comedy Central, there was a TV show called Strangers with Candy, and she was this really weird character. I, I don't remember her, and I didn't watch the show, um, but she had, like, her teeth kind of stuck out, short blonde hair. You wouldn't recognize her didn't um, she unless play, you saw... Didn't she play April in the original Ninja Turtles? That hair? Amy Sedaris? The hair? No, no, her <laughs> hair doesn't look like that at all. Not at all. She looks totally different if you see her anywhere else. Man. I mean, no, um, if that's the I'm case, saying, and she played April in in Termin, not Terminator, um, Ninja Turtles, that's weird. No, no she's just saying the he's hair. He's just joking around. Oh, because okay. Her hair's You're just big. joking around. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, so that's that. But she's in it, and she's doing a great job. I was laughing my butt off, but they have the building montage, Dan Aykroyd's lines. Um, at one point, you see Din just like, thanks, little guy. And this droid is super happy. Like, he's just bouncing up and down like, yay, he's excited. And he's like, I don't know. I thought he was going to go somewhere like he was going to get a new droid friend or something. Mm. Which he might. Yeah. Because we don't know where this is going yet. It's possible. But um, she speaks Jawa. Okay. Then they get into this whole thing about the pikes again. The pikes don't mess around. Nope. Everyone's afraid of them and law enforcement won't even go near them. Sure. I don't understand this. Who is backing them up? Because nobody cared about the Pikes before. It just seems strange. Like, they don't seem that powerful. I said this a few episodes ago. They're going to be the, the ones that everyone is going after in the long run. The Pikes? Sure yeah. seems like Everyone's it. going after it them? Sure Because sure that's what like I was saying it. before. That was my theory, yeah. what, three episodes ago? When they killed well, everyone. Off, when, they, when, yeah. they, when they first showed them killing off the uh, Tusken Raiders... Uh-huh. Um, and then they brought them back in with the Mighty Morphin Power speeders. Uh-huh. Um, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, the the Pikes are going to be there. There's a lot more to them than we expect. And yeah, and you ask mm, who's backing them. But, I will. I will say the mayor. This political power there, there's money there. That's, well, that was it's, my, it's, my, like I said, my theory last week is that, well, he took that somehow Crimson Dawn he is somehow d- Okay, involved. fine, yeah, he took off, but it's like his political sway and the money is probably still there for them Yeah, but to he do was also a thing. patsy, and though. And now you have, and now you, you mm. have the entire, like, the crime family who's who's hanging out with, with Boba Fett right now who have all pretty much come out and said, hey, we're making money off of them, so why would we betray them? Yeah. You can all you want to, but I mean... I'm just saying that there's tons of theories out there, and honestly, the fact that they're not 
I don't know. They're not bringing Crimson Dawn back in here. They're probably going to bring it back in Kenobi somehow, but I'm wondering. I don't know. I feel like I feel like this is going to tie into Kenobi a lot more than than we So expected. my prediction is going to be this is my theory, my prediction. Know. It's going to be it's going to be the Pikes and Boba Fett's going to be on the verge of losing. Din will come in, save the day, and it will say that this was all about Din and never about Boba Fett. I don't know about that because she at the end of this episode she talks to Din. It sounds like they just started it. So we got two more episodes. We'll see. I don't think it's going to show up last minute like that. I doubt. I doubt. We shall get there. I, I'm kind of on Chuck's side with this. I doubt anything moving forward is going to be about Boba Fett. If it's not going to be about Din <clears throat> or Mandalore or or the the mayor, it's well, sh- it, it might it might he's, have he's... more to do. It might have more to do with Kenobi than we think right now. Right, but he's the muscle that she was talking about. Yeah, of course. Last episode, right. of course. Yeah, he's and when the he muscle. comes in, and the reason is, it's going to be oh, because Boba Fett helped him out in the last in in Mandalorian season two. He's mm-hmm. going to help him out, and then he's going to secure the throne for Boba Fett. And then it's just, he'll just he'll just go on his way. Um, yeah. But Boba Fett won't do anything. Nothing. He's gonna he'll be on the verge of losing is what will happen. And then Mando will come in and save the day. He will get and knocked down. He will get knocked down again. Finnick is going to have to do something to save the day. She's going to be distracted. And here comes Mandalorian to hey I'm here to now to save her hey. and exactly. save everybody. Else. That's I exactly. can see this coming from a mile away. He's yep. not Boba Fett is not going to do anything. He is going to rule. That's what that's that's where the story is taking you. He's going to rule. I, so I mean, Din has a sentimental moment. I, I don't. I, I'm. I, I. We're 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 really getting into what we think is going to happen in the next episode, but we haven't finished this episode yet. Yeah, go ahead. Um, because I I think we're getting to some really cool stuff here that's leading right to what we're going to talk about, which is like, where's it going to go? How's it going to connect? But he has this like sentimental moment where he's walking around the ship, just like touching it and like admiring it. Um, and. She's like, why don't you get in and start her up and see how it goes? He's like, really? I, I don't think yeah. he's admiring it. I think he's still questioning because he doesn't. He wants a rate. He keeps asking for the razor crest. Nah, dude. Well, yeah, he's having. He, first of all, he's having a full on guy moment with this car. He's having. Yeah, he's he having a moment. So listen, like if any of us, like I'm not. I think he's torn. I think he's going. Ooh, this looks cool. We did a great job on it. I'm not sold a hundred percent yet. And then when he gets in it. Then he gets sold on it. But at so this he, point, I think he's still about... on the verge of, he's still on that, th- that fine line of like, I don't know yet. I it's, still want it goes to back, It goes back to what I said about the whole, the whole, um, the whole montage is going on here. The way that he is, again, like Lee said, he's touching it. He's caressing it. He's having a moment with this thing. This is, this is awesome. And he's just soaking it all in. That's, that's all that's, the while asking two or three times in the midst of it. If she can still find him a razor crest while they're building it. But after that point, like after it's all done, after it's all said and done and it's out there and it's in the courtyard and it's nice and shiny. Like he doesn't, he doesn't ask again. Like, okay, fine. If you want to say that he wants his ship, like he wants his razor crest because it's what it's used to. Yeah, fine. But like when it's out in the courtyard and he's just, he's, he's rubbing his hands and fingers all over it. It's like, um, oh my God. It's like, um, oh my God. What's his name? I can't believe it's like Nicolas Cage. The dude, the way that he was caressing the Shelby GT uh, 500 in, 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 in uh-huh. Gone in 60 Seconds. That's what this right. reminded me of. That's exactly right. what was going on here. It was fantastic. Right. 
But they, they did this whole thing, the, the entire thing, the montage, getting the parts, setting things in. And he, when he was excited when that one part fit in, like he was yeah. he was excited. And then he gets in there. And even though he's like he's questioning whether or not this works, um, he gets in there and he starts the thing up. And it's a, it's like he doesn't want to start up right away. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, you just got the thing together. Like, give it a second. Let all the things kick in that they just plugged in. Gets up. He's like, oh, it's, you know, it's a little... It's a little bumpy. She goes, yeah, this is a starfighter. It's not, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's no Razor Crest. Now, the thing is, this is what I was going to get at, Chuck. And you you have vehicles. You know vehicles. Now, if you were to think about what vehicles would be good for you, wouldn't it be great if you had two vehicles, right? One that was super practical and one that was really fun. Yep. This one is, is his fun toy. The other one is like his you know, pickup truck with a cap. It's practical, you know, like you can do stuff with, you can haul stuff with it. You can put a trailer on the back of it or carry a whale, you know, like whatever for the free Willy fans. But the point is like, it would be great to have like your toy, your fun thing. And that's what they made here. They built this really fun thing for him. So that's why I think he was admiring it, especially when he gets up in the air and he takes it off in oh. his response, which is like totally like shocked. Like that's a lot of engine for a little shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god! And he gets in there and he's like, "Dank Ferrick, she's fast." They even and they, then, they even got like brought in the sound effects. Oh, it was yes. fantastic. Never mind him going through Beggars Canyon, yeah. just like the pod race yeah. scene in the first movie, like sh- like exact locations. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I mean, we know Beggars Canyon because Luke even talked about it. And then we see the pod race with it, and now we see him flying through it like a pod racer. But then he's like, "Let's see what this thing can do," and he takes off and goes up. Wait a second. Didn't Anakin take off and go up at one point too in the pod race? Yup. Not like that. He went up like a ramp and kind of flew yeah, over. Yeah, he went up like a ramp and, then, and flew over some things. That was oh, more, no, 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 that, that no, was no, more of an accident. Fell off or something. That was more was of an accident, but, accident than it was like him true, doing it on purpose. Like, that but it was, was a nod. It was, it was a, nod. a nod of him coming out of the canyon like this and going up. So I thought it was really cool, but and it was not overdone. It wasn't just like I wonder if the pod racers like this too. It was like it was just enough for us to be excited. So so here's my and, one question but, about all, but of this. still have that cool like this car is taken off kind of feel. Here's my one question about all of this. If you go back and you watch Phantom Menace, all of that, every bit of that took place literally in Jabba's backyard behind the palace. His palace was attached to the everything where did you see his palace in phantom menace that was his palace yeah how was that his palace just because he was there he can go to places no they show the palace you see the you see where anakin lives and on top of the hill you see his palace okay and what that was his back balcony where the all the seats were and stuff basically uh i'll have to rewatch i don't uh I just assumed that he just went to the place because it was Java. I mean, I get where he's coming from because, I mean, that's that's kind of the idea of a palace is that everything is your backyard. <laughs> so it was but like in this, but in this, no, it was attached to it. Mm, okay. Okay. So, so he goes up. He he takes the thing up out of you know out of um off the off world. Yeah, he's going, and he's and we see the Rodian kid who's on the ship again. Yeah. Um, and he just flies by him, looks over and just nods. And the kid's like, Oh my God, look, there's that guy. He's flying around a little ship. It was, it was goofy. He's like, does this kid never sees a ship? 
like flying around but i guess it's an old starfighter looks pretty cool it does look pretty it's awesome old. all, all chromed out thing. i love it it's old it's yeah. like it's like when you were a kid and you saw a muscle car flying by you on the on the highway when you were like oh my god look at that right thing. it's old again this whole thing wasn't very spacey feeling i mean it's it's space related but the whole feel of like building this car, yeah. souping it up, making yeah. this thing super fast it was really is cool. very much a modern feel for movies nowadays. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. They really did a good job with that. And, and again, it's I mean, hats, hats off to um, to Bryce for doing it this way. Um, but then you get the X-Wing officers. I love that the people flying X-Wings are just like cops. They're just like traffic. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like they're just, they're just like they're patrolling, just checking <laughs> on things. There. And especially here where they're talking back and forth and the X-Wing, they start asking him stuff and he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I just got this set up. I'm just doing a test flight. They're like, send us a ping. And then they're like, Hey, you know, you know, and then you hear the other guy, which you don't see him. And he goes, you know, we'll just, let's just let him go. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I figured we'd see that guy's face and he would remember him. Yeah. You know, and then just kind of go somewhere else. But then he's like, hey, did you used to fly a Razor Crest? This it kind of surprised me. Like, I don't understand why he was letting him go and then suddenly ask this question. And he's like, um, yeah, why don't you send us a blah, blah, blah. And he just like took off. Bye. And it was amazing how he took off because he went fast Bye. in it was space. Fantastic. It and the was kids fantastic. How did he get out of here? He didn't even use engage his hyperdrive. He goes, yeah, he didn't jump, kid. Kid, those are his sublight thrusters. Oh, it was crazy. It was, and it, then he, the, it was, it was cool for another reason too, because we're on the verge of finding out who the original owner of this thing was. Like they're asking, right. they're they're asking for like I, I I forget the exact a ping. Yeah, they're asking for yeah. a ping. They're essentially asking for hey, like send us send, send us some registration. We want we want some more information about what you're flying up here, and we're on the verge of finding out who the original owner was. And I feel like right. it's going to be significant in some way. And before they can actually do it, he's gone. It's wonderful. He's gone. It's wonderful. And and, and again, they go back to the whole cop thing where you can clearly tell the younger guy's kind of the rookie. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like. So are we going to report this? He goes, you really want to go back to base and fill out reports all day? Really? No, sir. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just let him go. Sure. Yep. So he comes back down. Din comes back down. And she's just like, how is she? How was it? Right? <laughs> and he goes, wizard. Yeah. His response is wizard. And the only time we ever heard that used was in episode one. That was like the cool thing to say. Like, oh, this is so wizard. Yeah. You know, Anakin used it. His friends used it. Um, so that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Then we get this whole your old friend stopped by. And immediately, for some reason, I know she's out, but I, I went over to what's her face there? Uh, the Ranger. I'm like, I know she's out. I'm like, what are they talking about? I mean, how are they? Gonna, I'm still wondering how they're going to write her out, you know, without even talking about the fact that she was going to have her own show. So anyway. You find out it's Fennec because she just pops up. And you're like, how'd you get past that? Well, whatever. She's Fennec Shand. Yeah. So she's like, I got a job for you. Like, what's the bounty? Nope. No bounty. Just need muscle. He's like, okay. For, you know, for her and Boba. And she's like, oh, well, it's on the house. You know, I'll, I'll do this for you for, for nothing. Mm -hmm. But first I got to pay visit. I got to pay a visit to a little friend. Yeah. Yeah. So. So what are they? What are they? Okay, that's the valid point there. That's what I missed. Is the point that um, he's going to visit Grogu first? Pretty much. So 
I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know, I don't know what the next episode is going to be. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know how, how he's going to go visit Grogu. I don't know how this is going to work. No idea. If this, I, I, and listen, I love Din. I love the Mandalorian. I think it's a fantastic character. I think it's a competent <laughs> character. But if this Mandalorian can find Luke, I'm seriously going to question Luke. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't True, do it. but I thought you can't do a I, better job on of, bad of terms. hiding. Like really? Come on, come on, man. But but they didn't leave on bad terms where it's like you're never gonna see him they again. Didn't leave, they so. didn't leave on bad terms, but at the same time, you didn't really get any information. Like Luke wasn't like, oh hey, by the way, we're going to be here. Like that was never established. They just were kind. Of, they just kind of pieced out and they were gone. So it's like, mm. how are you <laughs> going to find? So you're gonna go out on this rando mission to find Grogu. You don't know where they are. You have no idea where you're going. And you're going to somehow make it back in time to aid Boba Fett in this mafioso familia dispute. Yeah. Kind of kind of clunky. Save. Aid. Save. Boba Fett. Sure. He's going to aid <laughs> Boba Fett. Aid. Save. Whatever it is. I don't know. It's kind of, the, the ending of this was a little clunky. I'm go- we did I w- real. We did. We did get to know that it's two suns, not two moons, from your conversation last week. Uh huh. Two suns. Two suns. Not two moons. Two suns. Two moons. Uh, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So fantastic episode. Fantastic. I, fantastic I don't know. episode. I mean, yeah. So we're gonna. Uh, Postpone it's the hard, remainder it's of the podcast us. until season three of Mandalorian comes out. <laughs> <laughs> All for that. I'm we, sorry. Honestly, I have lost. We came, we came this far oh. with this show. We're going to see it through. We're going to end it. We're, we're oh. going we're gonna to finish it out. I feel like it's, Lee's finally starting to come around. It's so painful. <laughs> it is. I, I just, it's, I it's can't, painful. I can't. It's painful. I can't wait. It's going time. to be really rough going back to form next week. If they return to a Boba story, like it's gonna be really rough. See, it's crazy because you you watched like we watched um, Falcon Winter Soldier, you know, or you watch, you know, WandaVision or Hawkeye, and you have this for the most part this great series, and you have a bummer of an episode. This series, this season is totally opposite. The, it's uh, it's a bummer of a bummer series of a season. With one good episode. <laughs> one good episode. But here, here's what we're doing, though. There are parts. I'm only saying this because I have to. Uh-huh. There are parts of each episode that are cool. Black Chrysanthemum is a really cool character. Sure. They could have introduced him in Mandalorian. But they didn't. But they're they introducing. But they're introducing these characters here in their own show because, you know, it's money. And two, because like I said, I still feel like the only reason they're doing this and the reason why they're only going to have one season is because they're setting up. Here's what's going on in this time frame. Here's who's ruling in Tatooine. Yep. That's the only thing they're doing here. But they also wanted they wanted to make Boba Fett something, but they killed Boba Fett. Yep. I mean, they they tried to resurrect him, but in resurrecting them, they killed him. They killed this character. They destroyed. I'm sorry, Will. You think they they nerfed characters in? MCU. <laughs> I still stand by this. I still stand by that. I'm sorry. They nerfed this character more than oh, they completely. Did anything else. Completely. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Completely. It's 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 bad. It's bad. So, mm. but you know what? It is what it is. 
we've made it this far. We're almost done. <laughs> it, it will end. And hopefully, I'm hopefully they don't do the same thing with Obi-Wan. Mm. Like, it kind of makes me nervous. I would be surprised. It kind of okay. So here's did. the thing. It kind of makes me nervous because so they introduced this this Republic era starfighter in this episode, and it kind of makes me nervous for whatever Obi Wan's going to be. If that turns into a show about how Obi Wan <laughs> lost his ship, <laughs> and that's like, like I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. It, it just it it makes me. What do you mean Obi Wan lost his ship? So the ship is on Tatooine. Obi-Wan is on Tatooine. If this turns mm-hmm. into a thing about how, like, Obi-Wan lost his ship to Jawas or something like that, like it was picked off, like, if that turns into a thing within the Obi-Wan um, television show, I'm going to be very upset. I'm, and don't say that it can't happen because we just what? got through watching Boba Fett and we saw something even more ridiculous than what I just posited. So I, I just, I'm confused. What ship did Obi-Wan lose? The N one, the N one, exactly the Starfighter. If this if this Starfighter turns out to be Obi wans because of Tatooine and the tie-ins and everything that they just Which harken would make back sense, to, it's like thirty years later. Exactly, or yeah. it, it it makes sense. It makes sense that that this ship belonged to somebody who was significant. So it's either Anakin's or it's Obi wans If this if this if this Starfighter, if the story of the Starfighter comes up again in Obi wan and it's like this is how he lost it and it got robbed by Jawas or something like, it's like something ridiculous. I'll know I don't remember Obi Wan flying one of these ships. What he did? He That's absolutely he did. Mm-hmm. He absolutely did. Go back. And, go back. Go back Obi-Wan and watch. Obi Wan flew that weird, like that triangle of a ship with the big round thing that brought him that he could. Dock. Well, that was one of them. That was yeah. one of them. I don't remember him driving. Go one, watch. One of these. Go watch. Go watch the final. Go watch the final. Like. 10 minutes of Sith and you'll know what I'm talking about because I'm pretty sure he uses an M1 to drop off Luke. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you see I'm pretty sure you see that ship or something similar in the background. I'm almost positive. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, the, tr- the triangular one is a Jedi Starfighter, but the other one, the star the I could N1 be completely is, is wrong, from Naboo. Right. You know, I'm pretty Which sure you, I'm pretty sure I you're accurate. Think, I think it was I don't know. I don't. I never. I don't ever remember Obi Wan flying one of those ships. Okay. I thought. I thought. I thought that's what he had when he dropped off Luke. So did I. That's exactly. Yeah. That's where my mind immediately went when I saw this thing. I was like, "Wow. Okay. They're 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 going that meta with it." But whatever. It's just. I don't know. I don't know because regardless, because of what Boba Fett turned out, like because of what this season of television was, it makes me really nervous that they're going to do something equally ridiculous with another character that we've loved for decades now. Like it's just, eh. Oh, interesting. Okay. So when, when, when Obi-Wan drops off baby Luke, he actually rides an animal over to them. Oh, he does he really? Fly. Okay, never mind. Yeah, he doesn't, doesn't fly off. a ship. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm right there with you where, I mean, I, I was, sh- yeah. No, I just had to pull up that last scene in Sith. But anyway, um, I remember him flying something like that at one point, too. So they did I. at one point. <clears throat> so it could, it could be. But he, he definitely had the Jedi Starfighter, but he also had the one from Naboo at one point. So... Who's who's to what really is he know? flying I mean, when he goes to uh Clone City? Camino? Yeah. See, I'm sorry, no, even I'm that character in when he goes to the diner to get oh, about yeah. the darts with Obi Wan in mm-hmm. 
It wasn't a depends on how big a, your pocketbook is. Yeah, it's Attack of the Clones. That character would have been cool to follow. He's uh-huh. cooler than yeah. Half the characters in this season. Oh, no, yeah. he's in the Jedi Starfighter when he went to, when he went there. You know All what's right. funny is I, I got the about a month ago. I got to paint my daughter's new bedroom. I transferred her room from upstairs to downstairs, and I painted her new bedroom. And I stayed down there for a little bit to watch the walls dry after I painted it. <laughs> you so wait a second. You sat and watched paint dry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did that. Because I figured was that would, more exciting than the first four episodes of the, of the it was Book of more Boba exciting Fett? than the first four <laughs> episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much more. Now I just now I just picture now I can just picture you sitting in a room. Book of Boba Fett is playing on your tablet or your phone or whatever, and, and you're, you're just watching staring it. At the wall. But 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 the, the the color differential on the wall between what's still wet and what's drying is much more interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fantastic. It, but it's true. It's so true. I just I don't know, man. There's, aside from this episode, which is just an extension of the Mandalorian. There is not one exciting thing that has happened yet. No. Like, no. you introduced the Rancor. Cool. I would have loved to have seen the Rancor eat somebody like they did in Return. Oh, I think you're going to get it. I think we're absolutely going to get it. <laughs> oh, we're totally going to get it. Why would they introduce it and not I think we're it? absolutely going to get the Rancor eating somebody. Like, they're, they're, gearing oh, yeah. up, they're gearing up for somewhat of a final battle. Like, that, not even that's close. what's it's gonna, going to be. That's clearly nope. what they're marching towards. Like, we're, it's going to happen. It's, I don't I th- think so. I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen, and I think it's going to be stupid. But it's going to happen, <laughs> and we're go- <laughs> and we're absolutely Boba Fett. And maybe I would. You know what? That then would they're re- going to make a new. Then they're going to make a new spinoff series of him exiting the Rancor. No, 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 no. I know what happened. No. Is there was actually, oh, here we go. Uh, there was actually two clones that grew up from <laughs> from Django and. The actual Boba Fett clone that we saw in Return um, is not the same one as this. Not the same one. one This this was a different one. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. I would Uh not be upset. Okay, so there's a couple of ways that this thing can end, and I would not be upset. (laughs) And if if Boba Fett gets eaten by this Rancor and Fennec just takes this armor and pieces out, I'll be fine with that. Sure. I'm much more interested in her than I am Boba Fett. You do realize mm-hmm. that Boba Fett is just a um, stormtrooper, right? For the most part, yeah. Sure. Clone trooper. Clone trooper. Clone trooper. He's a stormtrooper. He's a stormtrooper. He's a stormtrooper, Lee. Stop. the stormtroopers in Attack of the Clones. Clone trooper. Clone yeah. trooper. Stormtrooper. Yeah. Storm, you can, whatever. They weren't called stormtroopers back oh then. They're stormtroopers. They're stormtroopers. Stormtroopers weren't clones. Oh, my God. You know what we're saying. You're gone. You, were, you, you, when, you, when they, you do. When they, you know what we're talking about. Stop, man. Come on. <laughs> they, the, <sighs> they were created for the Republic, and the Empire took them over because when the Emperor betrayed the Senate and became the Emperor, Execute he was putting on the whole... 66. Right. <laughs> they became stormtroopers, what we know as stormtroopers. That's why you hear the, that's why you hear the <laughs> theme song in that movie... You hear the score in that movie for all of that that we knew from the originals. They became stormtroopers. Boba Fett is a stormtrooper with Mandalorian uniform on, 
So really, he just doesn't know who he is. He just needs to accept the fact that he's a decrepit old man who just needs to sit at home and do nothing. That's it. He's better. He's better now. He's fully healed. He has his eyebrows back. Sure. He's fully healed. Great. What does that prove? That, uh, seriously. What does that prove, man? That proves it, nothing. It proves that there was a reason why he was so weak before. What? What? <laughs> he was weak before because he was trying to, he was in the process of trying to heal from being twice inside the stomach of a sarlacc. Once. Twice. Once. Once. Twice. He was down in there and then he went down again to try to find he his went armor. down to, yeah, fine. He went down to try to get his armor. Twice. But he he was still twice. he was down there like for in a, a, ship. In a elongated period of time once. He was down there in a long elongated period of time in Beskar armor. And then the second time, no armor whatsoever, just his Uncle Fester uniform. You so, can forgive this all you want to. <laughs> You're alone, man. 100%. 100%. Um, if, this rancor, I, if this Rancor eats Boba Fett, I'll be very happy. A laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> if this Rancor... If this would be, like, that would be beautiful. Twist, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yes. I can just see. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. That, oh, because what you know what's his name? Um who delivered the Rancor. That Danny whole thing. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing of he'll be back. Yeah. That's uh-huh. that's gonna he's the true owner of it the has to. of the Rancor. That has to so come he, back around. If they leave all these holes open. Oh uh, baby. Oh uh, man. <laughs> Oh, you will you will get an epic rant from me at the, oh my at the end of this thing. It will be awesome. I kind of actually want to go back and watch the happening just to watch something that kind of makes <laughs> sense compared to this. <laughs> I'm not going that far. I I will not go that far. This is this is better than trees. This is this well, is that's <laughs> o- yeah only because of this one episode. Take this episode out of it. it not real. This is this is still better than trees. I'm not going to go that far. Like. <laughs> I won't, I won't. I won't do that. I'm not gonna. No, I can't. Uh, I can't. We're done though. We're just. We're. We're. We're beating it right now. So. Um, oh yeah. You know what's time. funny is I'm actually having more fun beating on this episode than I am talking about it. <laughs> not this episode. This series. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem. At this point. It's at this problem. point, I'm thinking they should just let Boba Fett die and never revive him, and I would have been happy. Yeah. I'm. I'm kind of with you on that. I'm kind of with you on that because at the end of the day, what's the purpose? I have no idea. At the end of the day, what's the purpose? You can literally put anybody in the role of sitting on Jabba's throne and you'll mm-hmm. get the same exact outcome. It does not have to be Boba Fett. So at the end of the day, what is the point? What is the purpose of this? What is this going well, I, to serve? I guess we'll find out within two episodes. I don't think we will. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, don't think, we I don't think we're going to get an answer to that at all. I just don't understand why why John Favreau's stamp would be can, on it if there's not some type of conclusion and reason can, why. Can you just re can you reword that sentence and just say I don't I don't understand why. Why? Why any of it? Why? <laughs> Leave it there. Why? <laughs> why? <laughs> you know what? I'm I can't. I can't. If this if this is how they if they end it without giving us some type of actual conclusion that makes us feel somewhat better about it, 
it's going to make us lose faith in what Star Wars is, is going towards completely. I and I think that's the, that's the sad part that we're going to get to because we haven't watched any show so far that we've discussed that we're so disappointed where we're just like, oh, we're just done with this. Like, this is, we're, we're just done. You know what, guys? It's been fun, but black and white is over. Like, that's, that's how it seems like things are going in this, in this situation right now. I say we this? just, you know, just take a break from... Boba Fett for the next two weeks. We'll introduce <laughs> something else. Oh, oh. See, see you guys in Moon Knight comes out. <laughs> you know what? Let's let's do it. Let's do an episode of Dawson's Creek, and we'll be we'll have we'll have more fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We, you're right. We could do Smallville, and we can uh. we can even. I got an idea. We'll we'll start <laughs> how how we do we do opening music for all of our podcast we the opening theme and we'll do the and the closing theme sure instead of the music for boba fett we'll do the opening theme for dawson's creek and it will say i don't want to wait for this series to be over and we'll just go from there <laughs> well because i can't wait fun. until this series is over <laughs> <laughs> but that being said Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> we just spent the last two hours ripping our no, sorry, hour and a half or so, hour and 40 minutes ripping on this series. Even though this episode was amazing, yeah. we spent more time just like ripping on the entire series. It's completely than we justified. Actually spent talking it's, complete, about the episode. it's completely justified. Tearing this, <laughs> season, tearing this season of television apart is completely justified. 100%. Uh, and, I, yeah. and I look forward and I look forward to ripping it apart even more in the final two episodes because we all know that, 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 that that's exactly what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced that there's no good outcome. Okay. I'm convinced that this is going to be a dud of a series. I'm convinced that it, it, we never need to see Boba Fett again. It's over. It's over. <laughs> so okay. that's, that's it. That's it. I'm done. All right. Have a good well, one, everybody. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye, guys.